turn around Look at what you see In her face The mirror of your dreams So Thankful for the never ending story And as the story continues I just want to say I have a little bit confession. During this time, my husband and I, we've been watching DVDs because we have a collection of them. He has his collection and I have mine. And we never had the heart to throw any of our DVDs away. And he still has a DVD player and a tape player. Specifically a DVD player that has the one that you can play HD and a forehead VCR VHS player. So, We've been watching movies and that's like my favorite thing to do <laughs> is watch my favorite movies. When I worked at, a long time ago, many moons ago, I worked at Blockbuster Video. So I would help people pick out videos <laughs> and recommend. <laughs> Please be kind. Please rewind, please be kind, be kind, rewind. Or my favorite thing would be when I would stack up all the VHS tapes and I would have to put them back on the shelf. That was actually my favorite thing to do. That and then talk to the customers when it was time for them to check out and they'd buy snacks. And, you know, Blockbuster always was... That was, like, such a fun thing to do was go to Blockbuster Video. I wish that you and I went to Blockbuster Video when we dated. Like, that was a thing of the... I know. I would have loved to be like, babe, let's go to Blockbuster. For me, I feel like when it comes to DVDs and VHS tapes for the VCR, I just love it still. Like, it's vintage part of our generation and our history and... You know, I'm glad that I kept it because just in case the Mandela effect tries to like tell me otherwise, I'm like, no, it was not X, Y, Z. It was this, you know, and don't try to, you know, switch the letters up, you know, trying to tell me. uh, I did, in fact, when I graduated from Seattle University during my junior year in college, I met Nelson, Nelson Mandela and Desmond Tutu at Seattle University. So when they talk about the Mandela effect, I'm like, that was in 98 and 99. So he was absolutely still alive and he passed away in, I feel like it was 2012. I'm gonna look it up, 2012 or 2013, but it was, Recent, it was, they were saying that he passed away in the, the earlier years, but no, I, I met the guy, so I, I met him. No, he, he passed away. I'm right, he passed away in 2013. It was amazing to see him and Desmond Tutu. I remember I won the ticket to go to that. Do you know that in order to go to that particular event, they couldn't have everyone go? So they picked a certain number and it was kind of like a raffle and I picked a winning number. Right, so history was in the making. A lot of my life feels like that where I got a winning ticket and I was able to go to the, you know, said event or, you know, said concert or, you know, function. So a little bit of deja vu. Uh, Salt and Peppa and New Kids on the Block, well, I should say, uh mixtape tour oh hold up though it's gonna be it's gonna be new kids on the block salt and peppa and this time around see they did this in 2019 and what was really cool about it look at minnie look at her oh my gosh she's just the cutest she's comfortable i love her so much my first one and only doggy gonna be an awesome big sister huh she's gonna be such a good big she's gonna think those are her babies and she gave birth to them she's been with us every step of the journey no doubt no joke huh this is Minnie our writer 
you know, she's a loyal one. I think it's safe to say she loves us more than we love the Seahawks and the Niners put together. <laughs> and her tiny, she's just got all these mini cute self like types of, you know, she'll just be all, her personality is definitely something. And then, you know, her spirit and her energy. And then she's very protective. I find that she's been absolutely protective of me and in general and overprotective, you know, she doesn't want anyone to get too close. And, um, she just wants to, you know, have fun with her parents. We could be anywhere. She's just happy, you know, the mixtape tour is going on in 2021. I'm sorry, 2022, but we went in 2019 before the pandemic hit. And when we went, that was the year that we were getting married. And it was, I remember it was May. I remember I got the tickets and it was very well priced. You know, I bought those tickets, hun. I bought it like in advance, of course, because you know, I, when I not, when I find out when New Kids on the Block perform, I absolutely attend and I absolutely go. It was absolutely sold out. So, but at the time when I bought it, I bought it for a reasonable price, and I was happy with that price because I was like, yeah, it's worth it because it was it was three tickets and it was for myself, my fiance, groom to be, husband to be, Lance, and of course my mother. And we've been watching New Kids ever since I was a little kid where we've been to Seattle, Puyallup, Key Arena, Tacoma Dome, um, to watch new kids on the block and new edition and, you know, all the artists from back in the day that we used to love to see. So my mom and I would always go and it would always be fun. And we even went when they performed in LA and um, went at at the amphitheater and we went to Las Vegas where, we saw them perform live. They had four shows, so we went two out of four shows, my mom and I, opening night and closing night. That was awesome. My mom and I, I love going with my mom because my mom and I, we have fun, and I take her everywhere. Like, I take her to church. I take her to comedy shows. We're really close like that. You can see that, huh? So it was such a good, beautiful thing when I was like, babe, it was like, you want to go with me and my mom? He was like, yeah. I was like, awesome. They're performing at Mandalay Bay, May of 2019. And we went and for that lineup, it was Tiffany, Debbie Gibson, Hip Hop Hooray, Naughty by Nature. And it was also New Kids on the Block. So they would do intermixed tape. Yep, I was just getting there. And I mentioned that earlier, like Salt and Peppa definitely showed. And they say my favorite songs, they rap my favorite songs. And I remember Joey, <laughs> he of course brought it. And I was like, oh my God, my husband, my ex-husband, Joey Joe, and my future husband, my husband when I was a child and my husband-to-be in the fu- is here at this concert with me. <laughs> go girl, don't go girl. Please don't go girl. Oh, Jojo. And they're coming back. So this time it's going to be En Vogue. Salt Peppa again. Babe, babe, you know who they're going to put up on the list of performers? You know who they're going to perform with? Never going to give you up. Never going to let you down. Brian would have so much fun, wouldn't he? We've known each other for so long. I just want to tell you how I'm living. Together forever and ever too far. Together forever it's true. And don't you know I would be heaven and earth to be together forever with you. Right? So we're going to keep watching our movies. My game is in a little bit and I'm so excited. So I'm very excited for what's to come. All I see is rainbows and all I see is pineapples. So I'll get with you in a minute. I'll get back to y'all. I will definitely give my recap and my prediction. But first I want to say thank you all for listening and stay tuned for more Little Bit Yanerma of the Wings podcast. Yeah.
Hello, 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 and thanks so much for tuning in to Little Bit Unirma Podcast. Today we're going to delve into some awesome topics, and the first and foremost is we're going to talk about some little bit of boxing, and did y'all watch the fight last weekend? First, before we delve into that, I just wanted to say that Mabuhay! October is the Filipino-American History Month. So shout out to all my Filipinos, maraming salamat! Kamusta, kamusta kayong lahat? So speaking of which, my favorite boxer of all time is legendary Manny Pacquiao, who just recently retired, and he's now going to be serving the country, which is my grandparents' native land, which is the Philippines. And so what's really amazing about that is that I just think he's such a great guy, and you could just feel that in his soul, and he's a humanitarian, and I've spoken about this in my previous episodes about how I won a humanitarian award back in the day for all the awareness programs that I spearheaded, and I just wanted to say that I absolutely love Manny Pacquiao, not just because of boxing, but because he's a good person, and he loves people, and he loves God, and he wants to help people, and so he absolutely stands out in my heart and in my mind about who my favorite boxer is, so shout out to Manny Pacquiao, woo, Pac-Man all day, I think it's going to be very difficult for anybody, because he's had eight divisions um, that he's been able to really, to really show what he's made of and I think it's amazing that you know um, I think that's just amazing that he's got so much love and heart and I love being all heart too because I love being able to give my whole love and my whole heart and I like to be able to you know give it everything and my feel is that so here's the thing so my husband and I, we went to Manny Pacquiao's final fight. I still have the tickets. Baby, do you still have the tickets? Yeah. Okay, good. We're going to frame those. Um, so yeah, Manny Pacquiao, he fought not too long ago live in Las Vegas at the T-Mobile Arena. So Lance and I have been to a lot of boxing matches. And in doing so, we've been able to, you know, go to see different fighters. So only my favorite boxer, Pac-Man, all day. The other boxers I really love, I love Triple G. I love Vladimir Klitschko. And then I love, I do love, um, I think Andre Ward's awesome. Pacquiao Live for his very last final performance, final match. And we were super stoked to see him fight with Spence, but then that didn't pan out. And so thankfully we had tickets and we had amazing seats. And we went with our family and it was amazing because, you know, seeing him live and of course he went up to Survivor, which is the Eye of the Tiger. And that's exactly what he goes up to all the time. And Lance and I, for our wedding, that was exactly our intro. (laughs) And so (laughs) I just love the fact that we did that because that was definitely the heart and soul of our relationship because we absolutely both love Manny Pacquiao. In fact, that was the very first part of our conversation when we first met and then for our very first date for Cinco de Mayo it was Manny Pacquiao watching him for that fight that happened on Cinco de Mayo and um, yeah I think that I love and oh the very first fight for our very no I've been to boxing matches before but, but the first fight that he and I went to that was one of our first dates was we watched Kovalev when he was in his prime this was way before he fought Andre and we saw him and we just felt like wow that was so dope and then we saw Crawford we saw Manny Pacquiao again when he when he went up against Vargas and we saw 
We saw all the pay-per-views. We as a family watch it. And so it used to be kind of fun to watch. I felt like, you know, whenever watching pay-per-views, you can just really expect, like, fun. And I like watching HBO boxing with my family. And so when, when we went to see Manny Pack the Live, that was just definitely special. And we just really felt very happy to go. And, you know, Manny's going to be an awesome president when you guys uh, here at the little bit you podcast we like to get in the zone and everything and we stay focused on all of our goals and our visions and what's really cool is my husband's in the background working out with me <laughs> and I'm only giggling I like to giggle and laugh in a way of celebrating, like if something is sweet and funny, but also like, I laugh at kind of the humor in life, and I laugh and kind of poke fun at myself sometimes, and I'm like, when I first, first started stand-up comedy way back in the day, you know, I like to be able to poke fun at, I always did that though, like ever since I was a kid, I was like that. And I would just kind of like laugh and giggle at funny things and myself and I would line up my Cabbage Patch dolls and round about and, you know, just yell ready, like, you know, and then I would, you know, dress them up all, you know, it just, it was just part of my nature and then it all made sense to me, all these funny coincidences, you know, go winky dink, a little bit of go winky dink. And so I can really appreciate, you know, everything holistic. And so this is real of, you know, a genuine, authentic place and my, definitely my sanctuary, as I always say. And Minnie's <laughs> so protective. She hears people cleaning the streets and she needs to let them know not to do that right now because mommy, you know, and daddy are doing a podcast. And so she definitely wants to alert them and she's absolutely trying to tell them. And my husband's working out and now he's going to go talk to her and say, what's going on, man? Are you okay? So everything's really amazing and I'm absolutely grateful for that. So when we talk about, you know, all that, you know, what this means and everything, I just think that I think that with, I'm just blown away and just my heart is so happy that Manny Pacquiao is going to be the president of the Philippines. I think I'm just going to go ahead and I'm going to support that, babe. You know how I support Free Free Britney? I'm going to support, babe, Minnie, I cannot. (laughs) I can't. That's my girl, though. Like, she has my back, but I just, I can't. It's not supposed to be It's not. You know what it sounds like? I'm not joking you when I say this. Back then we had a Yamaha, okay? Babe, a Yamaha type keyboard. It's about to get interesting. So we had this Yamaha. And this Yamaha that I speak of was a keyboard. And it made sound effects. So my family and I would like do funny noises with it. And I really feel like I should just have a keyboard that has like sound effects that will be like my own sound effects and stuff. <laughs> and then have like a range, you know, woo, and then have my own sound effects. Like if I'm happy or if I'm like, or if I'm like mad or if I'm like, you know, excited or if I'm like, you know, just have my, my, my all just my emotional range. So that way with my emotional substance, I'm able to know this is my mood or this is my mini. She's not going to stop. You know what? But it goes back to Klitschko's can't stop. (laughs) All right. Just let it be. (laughs) Let it be. Let it flow like dominoes. Yep. He's always going to be my favorite. He's definitely world-class, eight divisions, Manny Pacquiao all day. And I think he's got a lot of heart. And I can respect uh, people who have heart because I know what it feels like to just want to be all heart and just show a lot of love. So I think that it's definitely going to be tough to say who's your favorite. It's not. It's going to always be him. And plus, on top of that, you know, he started from 
the rust of the raw and the native like he started from the Philippines and I have an absolute you know respect and connection to that because my family's from there you know I was born and raised in America in Seattle Washington Pacific Northwest Space Needle baby uh, but I just felt like um, I felt like when I looked at him I did feel close to God <laughs> you know when you look at somebody you're like I feel close to God or then you look at somebody like, I too close to God like that's what I feel when I look at him like I feel like when I look at him and I see him pray I feel like he's not doing that for anything but to really show love to God because he knows what it feels like to have to wipe your ass with newspapers he knows what it feels like to not be able to eat he knows what it feels like and honestly you know living in Los Angeles that's not too far away that is a very familiar feeling <laughs> like to be like duh dude 99 cents start meet you there you know but uh, or Dollar Tree, you know, take your pick. But I just felt like with, um, you're just going to hear that sound effect. And we're just, that's just the call back to the Yamaha of the Yamaha days of when it's, <laughs> the Yamaha was dope though. Cause you could absolutely have sound effects to the music, you know, mm-hmm. so that's, that's what I'm talking about. No, that's what I'm saying though. So yeah. Um, Oh my gosh, it was just so dope because I just felt like, I just felt like watching him made me feel close to God. (laughs) That's just my feeling, you know, and then experiences that I've had make me feel close to God, you know, and what's the ultimate intimacy besides the one with oneself and their spouse is that relationship with God, you know, because truth be told in life, in that whole the whole journey of life, like, there's people that are part of your life for a reason, you know, and there's people that part of your path and part of your journey, and I feel like with that being said, like, it's meant to flow in that, and then plus, it was never, but here's the thing, okay, it was never about, say, for example, the person or you. My philosophy is that that was absolutely intentional of God's doing, and you just sort of got to flow with that but I feel like the onus the the responsibility the scope of ownership I feel like that comes from within and I feel like it's never been about you versus the person but rather God you know and I feel like with God God is somebody (laughs) I cannot I just feel like she's just on mini mode but you know we're just gonna keep going right Maybe when she, what, what kind of a truck is it? Oh my gosh. This is real life though. It's unacceptable. Ah! It is though. Um, yeah, so I'll try to calm her down. I'll go out there. No, but um, I definitely think that, hold on. You guys want to hear some more sound effects? I'm going to go check her out. Let's see what's going on. Hey, Minnie, what's going on? What's up? You doing okay? All right, come on, come on, come on. I love, come on. Awesome. You're okay. Awesome. It's okay, Minnie Mouse. Drink some water. Mama's doing her thing. Uh, He's amazing. He's a boxing historian. We watch boxing as a family. We watch football as a family. And he, you know, you can ask him anything. You could be like, who's this? And he'll just, my husband is just amazing and so intelligent and smart. And that's why I married the guy. Cause like, I feel like he is that guy. Like I, you know, when you look at your, you, you know, when you think about people and you think about like all the people that have touched your life and are a part of your life, I feel like everyone who's part of your journey and everybody who's part of like your path is meant to be part of your path for a reason. And as I was saying in just a little bit ago, (laughs) I was saying how it's meant to be, right? It's meant to intersect. And ultimately, as a reflection point, this is the takeaway. It was never anything about anything, but it was always between you and God, not the person and you. It was between you and God. God intervened or God 
intersected or God took the time because, you know, that's what I feel because I looked at all my areas of life and I was like, well, that happened and that didn't happen and that happened. Oh, that happened. Oh, and so I was like, what, you know, and then in respects to everything, I realized that it was always about God and me and that person, but it's how you perceive it, you know, and it was meant to happen. So what's happened was meant to be a flow in the direction towards, in my philosophy, I feel like it's all about dreams. I feel like it's all about living hopes and dreams. And sometimes when people like have opinions about, oh, this, that, or the other, it's like they need to have more empathy. Because ultimately, if you're somebody that went through something and you went through that, then empathy, compassion is key. And that's why I want to be a huge advocate for the things I believe in always. I'm always an advocate. I mean, I support a lot of different awareness programs. I've been doing that since a long time ago. And like I mentioned, I want a humanitarian award for all the awareness programs that I created. And so one of the awareness, like I, I support the Free Britney movement. I support human rights, women's rights, and I support, you know, advocacy for women's reproductive rights as well as awareness for for women that need to be able to increase understanding towards being a community towards fertility we as a society you know there's a lot of things about being a woman that i want to be able to share because and i want to share my experiences being human you know and i, I think that being a woman that's gone through certain things i'm going to educate the world about what i went through of you know, certain experiences, but holistically speaking and generally speaking so that we can have the beautiful takeaways of what the experience meant. Because I'm all about sharing my collective wisdom, my little bit understanding and my little bit collective wisdom. And I think that people should definitely dialogue more. And I think that's why this podcast has been such my sanctuary because there's areas that I don't feel comfortable talking about with certain people, but that's because I'm like, you're never going to understand what certain feelings feel like. You're never going to understand what certain emotions feel like because you don't take the time to even care or understand or have dialogue or communicate or you're sharing. So it's like, what's, you know? So the true evolution is when people can really take the time to discuss, to further discuss, there should be no, nothing wrong with being able to talk about something, you know? And if someone has a hope, yeah, believe in it, you know? Absolutely. So, I think that it's a conviction that Manny Pacquiao is going to be my favorite boxing boxing champ forever. He's world, you know, he's, he's definitely, global, like, he's Mabuhai all day. He's somebody that I definitely will admire for, for the rest of my life. And he's the fundamental part of my marriage. Relate. I can actually say, not, not so much the marriage aspect, but the relationship of when we first got together. Manny Pacquiao played a role and it was so cool because even my father-in-law slash love was like you know I invite I tried to I tried to ask Manny Pacquiao to come but yeah you know he was busy but <laughs> I tried to invite him to the wedding you know he was awesome I love my whole family I really do I love you know I love everybody and just yeah and he Manny yeah so it's definitely you know, I absolutely, I, I, oh, babe, remember that night we saw Sergei Kovalev, and then, um, that guy was like, uh, Sugar, Sugar, no, Moses, Sugar, Moses. Sh- yeah, Moses, Mo- I said Moses at first, <laughs> I had a brain fart, no, Mo, <laughs> Sugar, Shay, isn't it Sugar Shane, Mosley, that's what I thought, we have a picture with him too, I posted it on one of my social media accounts, but, oh my gulai, like, I just love the sport and I love all of that and I love watching it with my husband because he, uh, first of all, he's a true boxing fan. There's fair weather people and then there's for real deal and I'm definitely going to say with 100% my husband is the real deal when it comes to being a boxing fan. Like he's not fair weather where all of a sudden he comes out the woodwork like he's been like that since way before him and his dad both. That was part of their bond and you know that's exactly and with He's like a faithful 49er fan, and I'm a diehard Seahawks fan. And we've, look, we're married. We're absolutely together, but I'm not going to convert, and he's not going to convert. So we're definitely true to our colors, 
his is red and gold and mine is blue and green and we're true to you know who we are and you know I can say he's a much like with him he's being he's like the biggest boxing fan he is and he's legit out of everybody because I know a lot of people in the world he's like the most knowledgeable one about that too he's very knowledgeable in fact I want him one day to go on Jeopardy <laughs> I think he, I think he would win that I just wish it would have been Alex though I still miss him on there I really do I just look at it and it's never going to be the same like I loved Alex Trebek rest in peace Alex and I watched Jeopardy like he's no no one's ever going to replace him that's the truth I mean there were some that was like well Aaron Aaron Rodgers even was the host um but I just can't you know I'm not gonna pretend and fake the funk and be like yeah him you know but in terms of anybody that but like it's hard to be like you know because he was so debonair and calming and you could just feel his nature was more relaxing kind of like you know and that's when I'm I'm more you know when I watch Jeopardy I just it's Alex in Jeopardy you know I mean I don't know for me babe wasn't it a little bit kind of like did they did they have did they have like a, a breaking like a sort of time where they didn't didn't have Jeopardy on out of respect for Alex okay like a gap Okay. All right. Yeah. So it's weird. I just feel like I feel like Alex was, you know, the ultimate, and no one can replace him. So anybody else who's on there, it's like you're not Alex, though. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I like I I, I like Bob Barker. I remember that was like one of my favorite shows. Come on <laughs> I can't. No, it'll never be the same. Yeah, so we're going to prelude because my husband's going to do a recap of boxing. And we're going to talk about the recent fight. But, yep, uh, I would have to say he's up there. It, the Klitschko is up there. I've always appreciated. Like, for me, I love good intros for myself. And I can appreciate what he does because I'm like man you just I have a couple you know commercial stuff where I do you know for camp stuff but I feel like with him it's like he's just so dope at his presence you know like if you were to pick top three babe who do you think and feel your favorite boxers are oh man he's definitely number one yeah he is. Well, he's not the ultimate symbol. There's a, a lot of fundamentals and a lot of foundation between Lance and I, and a lot of like you know, a lot of common out, a lot of foundational roots between my husband and I. But in respects to Manny, like he's that guy, right? Yeah, he was the most fun fighter. Yeah, he's so fun. He is fun. I like to have fun when I watch boxing. Everything else is like, come on. Okay, and then who's two? Who would you say is three and two? Well, I'm. I was always fond of the Klitschko brothers because. Never been, I mean, they were historical. Mm-hmm. Two but- doctors, heavyweight champions at the same time. I mean, stuff that was such historical. They never got the credit they deserved, but just a different, it was a weird time in the era. They boxed in. Yeah, Word. they were two of my favorites. Um, but I got a lot of favorites. I mean, you go back a ways. How much do you... Remember when we first really, like, we loved watching Triple G? Oh, and I remember, was was yeah, else. just something else. And here's my favorite thing is like, the, my favorite thing is when the boxer shows up to watch and then they, they're like, so when are we going to see you and you fight? I, is it for real or do they plan the contract ahead of time and just play with the moment? No, sometimes it's planned ahead of time. Other times it's... It's genuinely on that like day, that. in that moment. Like, hey, do, do you want to fight? Like, like they just meet each other in the bathroom at the arena. They'd be like, ah, oh, fuck it. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's just, I'm, but my point is, my point was, is that I like spont- spontan- uh, spontaneity. I was going to say spontaneous spontaneity. But I love spontaneity, and I can respect and appreciate when things are, I'm a spontaneous person. Like, one day, I'll do this, and then, but then I'm also, like, 
I have strong routines that are predictable of, you know, my routine or my discipline because that's regimented and that's a protocol. And I love that because that's part of me being a scientist is that I do things in a methodical order from start to finish procedural like and I don't not stop so I complete it so for example we start with an intro then we proceed to the the review of everything upon which we then proceed to the methodology upon which we then proceed to what we found and what's the data what does the research say and then it becomes a discussion like how can we further discuss this and how can we further contribute and what are some strengths and that's going to be you know an amazing you know that's that's going to be amazing you know part of my conversations with people and how I will help them is that's how I am helpful to people is I can help people have breakthroughs and I've definitely helped my, myself with my psychology background <laughs> gotta help yourself you know um so we're gonna go ahead and prelude and do a recap of we're gonna have a fun treat for you guys because it's a recap of not only the boxing recap but also the football recap so this next segment is going to be dedicated to the little bit LTR recap and it'll pertain to boxing as well as football so without further ado I'm gonna bring up the one and only I'm trying to see if Minnie's gonna come over for a kiss um, the one and only my husband Lance and it's gonna be the LTR recap so ladies and gentlemen give it up for Lance ladies and gentlemen Lance okay all right everybody we'll go over uh, we'll start with the boxing match that took place on Saturday night it was Wilder versus Fury 3 the first fight ended in a draw I could have I honestly thought that it was the best decision out for that fight um, you know, Wilder had him dropped really bad in one of the earlier rounds. In the 12th round, he dropped him really bad. But Fury fought really hard in the first fight. He fought good. And, you know, I had that I had that fight a draw, too. Although the second knockdown, the one that happened in the 12th round, that ref started to count pretty late. So if you want to be a Deontay Wilder fan, he's like, oh, he got robbed. It's like, that would be your spot right there. Because that count should have... I think Tyson was down longer than 10 seconds, but doesn't matter he got up he fought hard the outcome was the outcome in the rematch Tyson uh, knocked Fury or Fury knocked Wilder out in the earlier rounds dropped him a few times there was controversy behind that but ultimately it was uh, Deontay who said that the outfit he was wearing weighed him down and hurt his legs (laughs) in the fight it was one of these excuses yeah the outfit he wore to the ring was like Fifty pounds of metal and it why hurt his leg. Why did he do that to himself? It's such man. a. Why, why would you set yourself up there like that? You know, Deontay, you're supposed to be bomb squad, <laughs> not the metal squad. Yeah. Like, come on. No, it was a terrible excuse, you know. Um, no, but for real, I if you watch the more, fight, I expect more from you, Deontay. <laughs> if you uh, if you were watching the fight, it looked like he got cracked pretty hard in the ear and. If he did that, if it was his ear, that's a, that's a, that's a shot to take if you're in boxing. I mean, once your equilibrium is gone, that's pretty much, I don't, I don't know how you keep fighting. I mean, I only know one fight where, you know, Mickey Ward versus Gaddy, where he got his eardrum broken early in the fight and somehow wobbled around the ring for the rest of the fight. It was crazy though. I don't, I, don't, I just don't get how you could, but you know, if Deontay would have just been honest, cause I, I think that's probably what happened. He probably busted an ear and didn't have his legs under him, and you're, that was... I mean, these guys are huge. When they're that big, Fury doesn't have, like, real heavy-handed power like Deontay, but he he's a big, huge guy. And if you're landing clean shots at that weight and height, I mean, you're going to do damage. I don't care who you are, so... It was, um... But this third fight, this was one uh, people have been waiting for for a while. It's, I mean, if you want to talk about fun heavyweight fights, it's been... These last couple of fights, you know, have been pretty good with some of the bigger names uh once again Deontay had Fury down early twice and one around and you know looked like he could KO him but Fury's resilient he gets up he's got endurance two football games obviously we already went over the Seattle game earlier this week after um the Niners didn't do any better unfortunately my team we played yesterday we played the Cardinals our defense actually played really well I mean we were able to hold the Cardinals to 17 points but uh it was Trey Lance's first start in the NFL, and he did about as good as 
the work he can do, I guess. I mean, not really. It was a combination of he just doesn't seem to have the NFL talent at this moment because, you know, he's still so green. But the play calling, though, our coach is terrible, in my opinion. Like, I'm so tired of Kyle Shanahan. I really am. He's supposed to be this offensive, you know, genius. He calls the most obvious plays at the worst time. I mean, it's unbelievable. Some of these play calls yesterday were just atrocious, and that's all on him. I think he was one of the main reasons we lost the game. You know, that game was winnable. We got the interception at the end. We had, I mean, it's just, it's, it's ridiculous. We went for it on fourth downs and couldn't get them because of how terrible the play calls were for those. It was just all bad on a coaching aspect from the offensive side. So in one of these games, we beat ourselves again, which doesn't surprise me at this point. We've got a bye week, so that's a win in my opinion, which I'm glad we won't be playing again until my uh, wife's birthday. October 24th, which that will be a nice treat, but the main priority that day is my wife's birthday, so can't be hung up on the game too much, however that one goes. We play the Colts. Um, The Colts play tonight, you know, they're playing the Ravens, and I think this is a game where, like, they're going to lose. I know they're coming off a win, but they're seven-point underdogs, and I don't see them having anything on either side of the ball to keep up with the Ravens. Unless the Ravens are in a letdown spot, you know, they're cruising thinking that this is going to be an easy game, but I doubt it. I would pick the Ravens tonight, and then we'll uh, see how the Colts played, and then later on I can do my prediction for that. My wife's team plays the Steelers on Sunday, and we'll have a prediction and an analysis of that later on in the week. I'm going to hand it back over to my wife now. Uh, Thank you for your time, and thank you as always. Thank you so much. That was awesome. Thank you, Lance. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Uh, so yeah, he, he's so funny. <laughs> I love him. He's he's real as can be. I think that's why I married him. <laughs> I was like, you're the real deal. Thank you. Absolutely. Aw, thank you. I feel like being real though, baby, like people either love it or they're not having it because they don't want you to reflect the mirror image of what their truth is because the reality is like we all have to live out our truth. So it's like I feel like sometimes people don't like real because, you know, I think, but it's, it's, it's like there is a balance because, example, optimism is the most fundamental key, okay? So the way that I see it is as follows, is that there's optimism and then there's a balance of addressing reality. Again, that's optimism and then addressing reality. I think oftentimes the the skew of all things and the skew of society is that with the internet, it could be a place. Maybe you're so funny. Get out of there. She's like so curious all the time. I know. So like, okay. So the quadrants of that. So my little bit quadrant reflection point is that when the reality is addressed, then people can then move, move to a direction of progress, you know? And I think that oftentimes the internet skewed it because like, example, Barbara Bush, she once upon a time said, what you see is what you get. You know, what you see is what you get. And for me, I've been like that. Like I've always been that type of person where what you see is what you get. My emotions, my thoughts, my feelings are all genuine and they're all from my heart and they're all authentic and I can't fake anything. I could never fake anything in my life. I've never faked a fart. I've never faked, uh, you know, anything. And I think when you're real and you're honest about what's inside and, you know, not so much like... But if there's like a certain concern, it's like address it. If there's an issue, address it. If there's something that is needing support, you know, rally up the troops, support system it is, you know. And for me, I went through something where I didn't, I have this collective cultural background that's very, I've observed it to be interesting because I love being there for people. And so you name it, I'm there. If there's something that needs my my help, I'm there. And then I felt like, for me, I just reached a point where sometimes in helping people, I was not helping myself. And not to say that I don't help myself, because you should always help yourself first, but there were actual points where I helped people more than I helped myself. So then I need to just balance it all out, you know? Like, that's why I believe in timing. 
because I think everything has like a flow and a timing and maybe it's not meant in that moment of that experience but it'll happen and just just keep faith and trust in God you know and so I just think that me being real I help from a place oh and that's another real is Minnie's real <laughs> keeping it real oh yeah like to be optimistic because I feel like with being optimistic that helps and my last name of of the wings reflects my perseverance because I just feel like no matter what my original last name is De Rosales and my married name is Rennie um R-E-N-N-E is my name Yanirma Young Evangelical Masani Junior Roberto Matanzayan all us but yeah I just think that um it's so important to just trust your path and I've interacted and had really deep meaningful conversations with people where I feel like I'm honest and I'm open and I can feel safe and that's the most important thing is like just to feel safe you know to be able to open up and to be able to talk and to be able to have an actual conversation and actual meaningful one you know psychology did that for me you know and I just think that it's so important to you know be able to be both genuine and optimistic and be real and stuff so with my existing example like I really am grateful for the people that have been there and that are supportive of me and it's kind of it, it definitely took over you know it, it um it the things that I experienced in this year of 2021 have taught me so much out of all the different years of my life and I've been on the planet earth in this decade and this special time of my life so I've been on earth for more than well for a long time <laughs> I'm sorry get back to my life. <laughs> so I'm gonna have a birthday and Usually around that time of my birthday, I usually get... Well, I'm always a very reflective person, absolutely. Like, if I'm giving, it's from my heart. And if I'm giving, there's meaning and there's something there. And I'm a very reflective person and I take time to reflect. And so, this is the most special year of my life. And I want to be able to share my hopes and dreams at all times. And I can actually entertain a very specific dream and hope that has been fundamentally a part of me for so long and it's so nice to share this with my husband because he's always been there through everything through when I went to go get my mammograms to like everything even it's not just fun and like oh you know boxing and football but and then <laughs> yeah, what's coming up in my life I can't even talk about it right now because I have to wait or something <laughs> but it's just been like where it's like it's closer and closer and closer and if you've ever known that feeling of knowing <laughs> that you're finally at the milestone where it's almost done <laughs> That's the most beautiful feeling ever. <laughs> to feel like, is this finally happening or am I, are you freaking pulling my leg? <laughs> is this for real or are you like gonna at some point like let me down so I have to just mentally prepare for that. So I need to know which rest stop that is, you know? And I don't know, I mean, maybe it'll take its course in time where I'm gonna go through a lot of like, more emotional roller coasters, but at the same time, like, I know who's gonna be there for me, you know? And I know who's not gonna be there, you know? And it's just so nice to do this. It's my sanctuary, so you don't have to listen. You can go away or listen to your iTunes or whatever. I don't care. But this is my space. Not my space. <laughs> this is my sanctuary. This is my little bit sanctuary, but I'm so happy. And don't ever question if I'm real. If I ever loved you at some point in my lifetime, that was never. But if I didn't love you, I didn't know you. So 
I don't know. Like, you can't, don't try to force love out of me like some kind of toothpaste that doesn't have any more toothpaste in it. But yeah, um, I'm happy. And it's the happiness I've always deserved. And I have a great husband who loves me unconditionally, wholeheartedly, and in everything I do. And sometimes I'm just kind of like, where did you come from? And you're still here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, first of all, I think he's alien. And it's cute because we've always gone, gone to Alien Con. We've done that quite a bit <laughs> with my mother and da- my mother and father and love and love. Um, but yeah, I just. I just feel so happy that I don't want to contain my happiness and joy, but by the same token, like, I want to live out loud, but I'm just doing what I'm supposed to be doing. You know, I'm doing what I need to be doing. I'm taking care of business. I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And it's definitely all of my humanistic emotions. And I'm so happy because I can actually look at rainbows, double rainbows, and think, you know, yeah yeah so everything's so good because we have tangible hope and I have a witness (laughs) baby (laughs) can I get a witness oh yeah (laughs) oh my gosh can I get a witness oh yeah oh my gosh I've wanted this for a long time and I'd be like god what's going to happen I think me I think me personally, like, me and God have this amazing relationship. Like, God has lasted longer than any of my relationships. <laughs> Except for, obviously, my biological relationships. But God's always been there where I'm just kind of like, if God was, re- like, look, if God was recording everything, right? Everything. 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 And, you know, times you went to go, you know, to the can. <laughs> You know, everything. And then he records the good, the bad, and the all. And then, then he gives you the highlight reel. He's like, here you go. And then you're like, well, which reel? So then he then, my thing is this. It's like, God's seen everything, you know? So God knows me and God knows my heart. So when I meet people and they really, you know, see me for who I am, that's the best. Because then that means that that mirror is true, you know, and that re- reflection's for real. You know, I just want to say thank you so much for tuning in to Little Bit Yanerma of the Wings podcast. We appreciate you for listening and tuning in. Stay tuned for more. We'll come back for more. Thank you. Little Bit. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to Little Bit Named That Tune. Here we're going to go ahead and recite the lyrics and see if you know the whole lyrics as well as the song. Here we go. When I was young, it seemed that life was so wonderful. A miracle, oh, it was beautiful, magical. And all the birds in the trees, well, they'd be singing so happily. Oh, joyfully, playfully watching me. But then they showed me a... Wait, but then they sent me away to teach me how to be sensible, logical, oh, responsible, practical. And then they showed me a world where I could be so dependable, oh, clinical, oh, intellectual, cynical. There are times when all the world's asleep The questions run too deep For such a simple man Won't you please, please tell me who Please tell me what we've learned I know it sounds absurd Please tell me who I am. I said, what would you say if they'd be calling you a rat 
radical, liberal, oh, fanatical, criminal. Won't you sign up your name? We'd like to feel you're acceptable, respectable, oh, presentable, a vegetable. Ha, 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 oh, take it, yeah. But at night, when all the world's asleep, the questions run so deep for such a simple mind. Won't you please, please tell me what we've learned? I know it sounds absurd. Please tell me who I am. I was feeling so logical. One, two, three. <laughs> what song is that? I'll give you a clue. It's the most important meal of the day. You have five seconds. Alright, what is it? Yeah? It's Super Tramp Breakfast in America, everybody. Yeah! Alright, woo! <laughs> <laughs> I remember the lyrics though I remember the lyrics Like from my heart I was like I was just going for each You know For me I just go for it And I just But I still remember it That's awesome <laughs> Logical song Logical Logical A little bit You know my All the wings Yeah When I was young It seemed that life was so I just want to say from my heart, as I freestyle from my heart, I just want to say all day, every day, thank you for not just letting me down. Thank you for being there not to want to see me frown. Thank you for wanting me to be happy. And that is because of you. I want to say thank you. A thank you. Thank you. I want to simply say thank you because thanking you is something that I express gratitude from my heart with and I want to say thank you until I'm blue in the face. I want to say thank you as I spread gratitude all over the place. I want to say thank you to the people who never ever want to see me down or let me down because of you I say thank you for being there to show up whether or not you're glowed up every time you're there you show me that you care thank you for not being absent acting like the message wasn't sent thank you for wanting to be there for me every day for every way that you want to see me through this time I want to say thank you for being the best thank you for standing out all from the rest I say thank you for standing up for me cause all this time when I stand up for you all 4 out of 11 of me all in the place to be I said thank you thank you Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in to episode 7 of Little Bit Yanurma of the Wings podcast. We want to give a special shout out to everyone who is listening. Thank you so much. Dankeschön. Maraming salamat. Thank you. Cheers. We appreciate you guys. We want to give a shout out to Olympia Culture. You can find my little bit collection at lumpiaculture.com. Mabuhay! We also want to give a shout out to Kurt G, Jerry K, Bill W, Kevin, Paul, as well as Lindsay, Amy, Shantae, Nina Glenn, Kenny Patricia Indy, Jane, Dennis, Dean, and Cole, Mom, Dad, De La Salas, Mom, Dad, Rennie. We also want to give a shout out to everyone in Irvine. We appreciate you guys. Thank you.
we want to give a shout out to everyone who's been part of our pineapple journey and sticking with us. We also want to give a shout out to all of our listeners. Thank you so much for tuning in live with Little Bit Yanurma of the Wings Podcast. We want to give a shout out to everybody who celebrates love and life because that is important in this world. Very thankful for my angel babies as well as my rainbow babies. And my goal is to continually educate the world about my experiences and to create a support system as well as a community so that we can be a place for growth as well as a place to be supported and a place for community. So I would absolutely love to keep continually advocating and sharing my journey as well as my advocacy towards awareness programs because I think it's important to educate the world about what's going on within our society as well as what's going on in the world. I think that as a society we should always be proactive, we should be community oriented, we should be less reactive and more responsive and we should be preventative and we should be restore restorative so I think all of those all of those elements all of those all of those initiatives are definitely something that adds weight and adds substance and can definitely be a sounding board for others and people can definitely learn from each other and we can stay in touch with our humanity I think it's important to preserve our compassion as well as our empathy and our integrity and our dignity. And I think it's very important to, to really advocate for the areas that don't really get to have the voice. So I really just want to educate people and utilize my background as well as my resources to help others as well as being an advocate to you know, really show and share the light with others. Much love and God bless. Thanks so much for tuning in to Yanurma of the Wings podcast. Stay tuned for more. Much love and God bless. Mabuhai. See y'all soon. Thank you.